to Jesus. Woo! Uh, it, I don't know. Nobody knows what his birthday was, really. Hallelujah. Did anybody receive anything this morning? That, tra- that, trauma, that trauma memory, you need to lay hold of that. Because there's a, a, the Bible set talks in Ezekiel chapter 37 of a valley, the valley of dry bones. Ezekiel chapter 37 talks about the valley, not a valley, but there is the valley. And there's many of us that have faced the valley. Thanks, guys. You are facing the valley, and that is a place in your life where something traumatic, maybe there was an abuse, or maybe there was a divorce, or, or maybe there was a bankruptcy, or, or maybe there was this, this disease and this sickness that almost took you out, and all of a sudden you, you feel a tinge, or you feel something, or in, in a memory, and you're brought back to that very time. And it, and it just, sometimes you get so wrapped up in it, you get captured in it. The enemy is trying to rapture you up into the moment. But God is healing you this morning in Jesus, my name. Father, we just receive your healing anointing this morning. We, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness that we continually see in the land of the living. We are so grateful, Lord God. So grateful for all that you're doing in, on, and through our lives, Lord God. We're grateful for your goodness. We're grateful for your loving kindness, Lord God. Hallelujah. Can you say, Father, I thank you for your loving kindness. Your loving kindness is greater than life. Your loving kindness. I want to let you know that this morning that kindness is a weapon of mass destruction against the works of the evil one. Kindness is a weapon of mass destruction against the plans of the enemy for your life. Psalms 91.5 says, You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor the arrow, the evil plots, and the slanders of the wicked that flies by day. That a thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near your dwelling. When does this begin to happen in our lives? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, you receive everything by believing. By faith. By faith you will receive. When did Psalms 91, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my God. In him I will trust. When does Luke 10, 19 says, when does that come into effect that says, Luke 10, 19 says that he's given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and giving you all power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. When do these scriptures begin to become a reality in our lives? Right now. Right now. So this is not just a distant promise, but this is a yes and amen right now. Right now. When does it happen? When we believe right now. As a prophetic apostolic people, oftentimes we find ourselves looking forward to something that is going to happen in the future. 
We're always prophesying, well, it'll be great when that happens again, or I'm looking forward to being healed. I'm looking forward to, to having this. I'm looking forward to having a better job. Somebody say, now is the time. Say, now faith. I receive now faith this morning. Kindness is a weapon of mass destruction against the works of the evil one in your life. Your, your sowing of loving kindness, the sowing of loving kindness towards one another is the weapon that, will, that you use to save their lives, but also it's a, a weapon of seed that you sow so that you would receive love from the Father, that you would receive love from somebody else. Somebody said to me one day, a, a leader said to me actually, and very influential, very fun, loving leader and great, great leader uh, and just a, a great guy. But he says, I don't have many friends. And I, and I just said to him, I said, to have friends, you got to be a friend. So if you're wondering why you don't have friends, you need to look in the mirror and say, you need to be kind. You look in the mirror and you say, be kind today. Look right, you can't look straight in the mirror because you try it. You can't look in both your eyes at the same time. So you got to go to the right eye, be kind, and then go to your left eye. Be kind to somebody today. For you to have friends, you got to be a friend. You got to... Kindness, loving kindness of God is a massive, a weapon of mass destruction against the plans of the enemy. Hallelujah. Don't get too excited about that, though. Can't have people being excited about kindness. No. It just get crazy around here. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if we just start loving each other? Wow. If we just, can somebody go turn up the lights just a little bit so I can see your smiling faces a, a wee bit better? Could you imagine? Wow, that's right up. Good morning, everybody. There you are. Could you imagine if we actually started living biblically and we started honoring and preferring one another over ourselves? Could you imagine if we actually did begin to, to do what the Bible says and I begin to love you beyond the knowledge, even if I know you don't even like me, that you begin to love your enemies, let alone love your neighbors? Say, good morning. <laughs> Can you say this after me? Say, Father God, I declare Holy Spirit, Lord, over my mind my will, my emotions. Father God, I decree and declare, Holy Spirit, Lord, over my body. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My body is not a sanctuary for sickness. My body is not an incubator for infirmity. My body is a house made for God and me. I have become one with the spirit of the living God. 
because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over my life today. And I say, Father, let your kingdom come. I let your kingdom come in my life this day in Jesus' name. Can you give God one more hand clap of praise this morning? I think I'm going to minister around love this morning. At least I'm going to attempt to. Uh, I just came from some uh, tremendous meetings in Ottawa as one. I told you a little bit about it about two weeks ago um, where Dick and Joan DeWert from the Miracle Channel formerly, uh, Faitine Grzeszczy, David Damien, uh, Craig Broker, and a number of other national ministries all came together in Ottawa, and we called it as one. And we were coming together, and, we sh- and there were some things that happened in those uh, four days that literally shifted the nation. Literally shifted the nation. And the spirit of you, the commanded blessing, according to Psalms 133, is when brethren draw, uh, dwell together in unity. Come together right now over him. Amen. We need to come together like we did in Ottawa and lay down our differences and, and, lay, and, and love beyond knowledge. Somebody says, I will love beyond knowledge. What is it to love beyond knowledge? It is, it is there, the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sin. Somebody say, love covers. Love covers. Love covers. Love does not expose Love does not gossip. Love does not Pentecostal reporting or gossip, whatever you want to say. Oh, you know, we need to pray for such and such. They're going through this, and, and it's really just gossip. And there's no really much praying going on. Love beyond knowledge. There's a love that, that, that we can have for one another that really covers. And what happens is when you cover somebody with love, you're actually drowning them. You're drowning, you're drowning them. You need to cover people in such a way that you begin to drown out all their hurt and their wound. You need to drown out the hate. You need to drown out. God thought you very special. God thought of you as very powerful. God thought of you as somebody that, that could stand in the midst of adversity. So he placed you in that marriage. Everybody say, God bless Tammy. <laughs> God trusted you enough to place you in that job. That job that is so difficult. We need, to play, we need to pray for our police officers more because those first, and first responders, my God, the, the things and the trauma and the things they go through. And I, I've counseled uh, police officers and, and, and prayed with them and, and talked to them. And, and, and they just said, they, they've shown up on things. And they say, it's just one too many times I've seen a child die or I've, this, this traumatic thing. There, there, there are things that people go through and they need love. We need to be 
God's hands extended to our family. God trusted you enough to place you in this church. God trusted you enough to place you in that family. I've often said, and maybe I should stop saying, but we put the fun in the midst in dysfunction. God trusts you enough to put you in that family. He's placed you in the midst of chaos so that you could grow up bigger. How do you grow up bigger? You need to learn how to love. We need to learn how. I, Barry Miracle, need to learn how to love. We need to learn how to love, truly love. We need to learn how to love one another and cover each other. Because when we cover each other, Mo, when we cover each other with love, we begin to drown out the enemy's voice. When we begin to cover each other with love and and not with accusation, not with, you know, if they could just get better, if they could just pray more, if they could just read their Bible more, if they could just stop whining more, if they could just pull their bootstraps up. No, don't prophesy the obvious. Any dummy can find dirt. But a child of God can cover until they get to a point where they can love. We need to love in such a way that they get drowned. Submersed in love. So much love that the noise and the voice of the enemy is shut out. And they have clarity of thought for just a few moments and they can make some better decisions. The loving kindness of God is a weapon of mass destruction against the plans of the enemy. I could not love until I was first loved. I need to receive more intoxicating moments in the presence of a loving Savior. The Bible says that God is love. We worship love. I didn't say we worship lust. I didn't say we worshiped uh, brotherly love or filial love or we worship the being called love. Can, can, I, can I tell you What you behold is what you become, and what you worship will gain magnitude in your life. What you begin to worship becomes a mountain in your life. What you begin to worship begins to overwhelm your life. What you begin to worship, what you begin to look to is what will flow through your life. The enemy is after your attention. He's after your life. He's he's trying to distract you so that you will get off the path that you've been called to walk upon. But our Father and love is trying to get our attention as well. He's trying to say, look up here. If you will behold him, you will become like him. If you behold him, and as he is, you will become like him. And he is love. And Jesus was love incarnate. For God, can I quote a scripture to you? 
the, the most famous scriptures that are seen on football stadiums, and, and even Tebow had it underneath his eyes when he played football. John 3.16, for God so loved, for love so loved, for love so loved the world that he gave love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever should believe on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Love saves. Love saves in so many different ways. Love saves in so many different ways. God chose the way to save humanity. The Savior came as love incarnate and began to love humanity just where they were at. We don't start loving people when they begin to come up to our standards. Awkward silence moment. I want it to sink in. We don't love people when they come up to our standards. We love beyond knowledge. I, sh- I think I shared this. I'm not sure if I shared it in, in, this, in this setting. I think I might have shared it on, a, on a, a prayer night. But I was driving down the road several years ago, and I, uh, no, let me start that again. I was sleeping, not at the wheel. I got my story mixed up a little bit. God woke me up, and he says, I want you to go find Pam. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. Anyway, sorry. Find this person. Too late. Um, she, she's a, she lives on the streets, and I want, I, want you to, I want you to find her, and I want you to give her $5 a day for the next 30 days. I want you to find her and give her $5 a day. So anyway, I, I, I wasn't able to find her. Long, I'll just cut to the chase, a long story short. I wasn't able to find her. So on day 30th, it was like Christmas Eve. And I had $150 in my pocket because I kept saving it. And I couldn't find her. And I finally found her. And I, and I just, and Chris Keep, anybody, I don't know if you remember Chris Keep, but he, he, uh, Alyssa and him used to come here and she was involved in politics. Anyway. Um, he was with me, so I, I said, come on with me. And I saw her, and she was begging on the corner, and I, and I just, I, just went, I, I went up to her. I said, I just want to tell you that God loved you so much that he, he woke me up so in the middle of the night and, and, and told me that I, want, I need to give you $5 a day, but I haven't been able to find you, but, but here's $150. Do you, do you believe that God loved you so much that he would wake somebody up? And, and die? She says, I believe, I believe. And I don't know. It didn't look like anything changed over the last couple of years. So I'm driving down the road a couple months back, and I just dropped Tori off at school. And I see, I see this lady, and she's waiting for a bus. And I, and I, and I, I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I, I did what you said to do, and nothing seems to change. And, and he said to me, he said, as soon as I said that, I said, he said, son, see them how I see them forgiven. See them how I see them forgiven. He said, and this is what he said to me, he says, because your perception will soon be their reality. He said, son, 
soon, your perception will be their reality. We need to see people as God sees them. And I know it's difficult. I have family. I know it's difficult. It's okay. You can laugh there because I know you have family members too. I know it's always harder to see them the way God sees them when you know their imperfections. When you see them and they've disappointed you time and time again. But I just want to tell you, we need to still love beyond the knowledge of all the insecurities and the hurts and the wounds. And even the Bible says we need to love our enemies. We have to cover our enemies with so much love that they begin to be drowned out. Their works, their evil, their plots, and their sl- all that gets drowned out. It's a weapon of mass destruction. It destroys the works of the evil one. And God just wants us to love one another. And then he, this world will be saved. Love one another. We must learn how to love. But you cannot love the way he needs you to love. Say it's impossible. It's impossible to love those people that hate you. It's impossible to love the people that smell and the people that are different from you. It's impossible to do it. It's an impossibility. And God, But God specializes in giving you giving people greater grace than the impossibility of your day. Say, I receive my grace to love. How do I do this? The Lord told me people need to know that the kingdom life is a daily thing. Say, kingdom life Come on, you could say it. Kingdom life is a daily thing. I know there are people here this morning that you don't want to make a decision for consecration or to live a holy life because you know the habits that are coming to visit you tomorrow. If you make your decisions on what you think is going to happen tomorrow, you will never make a decision to live the abundant kingdom life. It comes by a daily walk. It's a daily decision to serve the king. Matter of fact, it's an hour by hour sometimes, if you remember Peter. Remember the apostle Peter? In Matthew chapter 16, Verses 13 through 19, the dissertation, and, and he comes to the realization that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And four verses later, Jesus is saying to the one that got the revelation that Jesus was the Christ, the greatest revelation that any man could ever get. Peter was the man. And four verses later, get thee behind me, Satan. In one moment, he's getting the revelation that the greatest revelation of humanity, that Jesus is the Christ. Four verses later, he's, Jesus is saying, get thee behind me, Satan. How many people know that people are fickle? 
people, here, here's, a, here's a revelation to you. Are you ready for a heavy, a heavy revy? You ready for a heavy revy? People are people. You're welcome. People are people. People have issues. People need the Lord. People need you. You are somebody else's breakthrough. You are, you are, you've been placed in their lives. You wonder why you've been, you've been placed in their lives. You wonder why they're in your life. It's because you're an answer to cover them with so much love that the noise of the enemy that continually, be, continually speaks into their lives and causes distraction in their lives and causes them to make that bad decision, that begins to be drowned out by the greater portion of love that you continually pour out. And I want to tell you, there's an endless river of love waiting to come out of you. You will never be depleted of love. And more you sow, the more will rush out of you. One thing that I want Desert Stream to be known for more than anything is that we love one another. That's okay. Yeah, you can clap on that one. I won't get, I don't get scared by claps or amens. See, the kingdom life is the daily thing. Don't be intimidated by making a decision today that you don't think you can keep tomorrow. You keep making those decisions for better, and one day it's going to take. And we're going to be here to continue to love you. I take the pressure of performance off of you this morning. I take the shame off of you of performance. I take the shame of addiction, the shame of addiction off of you this morning. I remove it by the, by the love of the Father. I, re, I remove that that. that that spirit that says, well, you, there's no sense making a decision because you know you're not going to keep it tomorrow. You know that habit is going to be there. You know that addiction is going to be there. You know that depressive thought's going to be there. So don't make that decision today. I'd say, I say fooey to that. That's, that's Chinese. Yeah. Oh, that's chop suey. That's different. Just sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I just say don't receive that lie from the enemy. There are decisions that you can make today that will change your life forever. A decision to receive the love of the Father. A decision to walk with God. A decision to turn from your, your, your past. The, the meta, meta, meditao. You can make a decision today. You can make a decision today that will change the trajectory of your life and the legacy of your family. There's decisions you can make today and receive the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Chapter... 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I want you to back up just one verse into 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. But earnestly desire the best gifts. 
or the Bible, the original translation is the greater gifts. Earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a much more excellent way. The Bible says to pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. But then he, go, he goes on to say that I will show you a much more excellent way. God wants to show us a much more excellent way. The way you have been walking has not been the much more excellent way for a lot of your life. I want to tell you there is a much more excellent way. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. That's pretty amazing. I mean, those are pretty, some pretty outstanding feats. But he says, without love, it doesn't mean anything. I can give all my money to the poor, and I can give my body to be burned. If I, know, if I have all faith that I could remove mountains, and I have all faith to, that I could reveal mysteries, I operate as a prophet, but it don't matter if I can read your mail. If I can't love you, I'm nothing. It doesn't matter if I can heal you, but if I don't love you, if I'm healing you just out of obedience of the word of God, because you can be healed because of the obedience of God. You can be healed. I have a gift of healing. I can heal people. God give me But if I don't love you, it don't mean jack. At the end of the day, it's all about when I get to heaven, did you love well? Did I love well? Did I love? Did I cover? Did I cover people or did I expose them? Did I love them through their hurt and their wound? Did I love them beyond? Did I love them beyond knowledge of what I knew? As a prophetic person, I'm preaching sometimes, and I know there's somebody that doesn't even like me on the audience. You got to fight through that. You got to love beyond knowledge. He's too loud, he's too arrogant. He's too bald. He's too pretty. Well, you're right there. He think he said he think he speaks so I speak boldly because of the prayers of the saints. I speak boldly that's because that's who I am. You don't know what a pastor or a preacher has to go through to get a message through. But for his grace but I want to tell you, it don't matter how good I preach, if I don't love well, it doesn't mean. It's a clanging gong. It's just a bang. It's just a bunch of noise. At Desert Stream, we're known as a last stop shop where, where people come where they, where they can't make it to the next day, and they come. We're known for our worship. We're known as a missions house. We're known for different things. But that's all great. But do we love one another? 
Oh, I love you too. <laughs> I thank you. And I love you. And we need to know how to love one another. I'm going to give you a definition of love. It's found right here in the scriptures. Love suffers long and is kind. Love is kind. What about tough love? Love is kind. Sometimes we use tough love for an excuse that we don't want to do something. So we use the term tough love. It doesn't say tough love. It says love is kind. Sometimes it's the hardest thing to not do something, so don't get me wrong. But a lot of times, tough love is just an exit strategy. Okay, moving along. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely. Love does not seek its own. Love is not provoked. Love does not think evil. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. But love rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there is prophecy, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, whether they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. When as a child I spoke as a child and I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For us to put on our big boy pants and put away childish things, we need to learn how to love. Love is the much more excellent way. Love is the much more excellent way. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face, no, now I know in part, but then I will, shall know just as I am known. And here, I'll finish with this because I've run out of time. And now abide, or these three things remain. Say these three. These three things remain. Can you say remain? These three things remain. That means they'll never leave. They remain. They're staying. You wake up in the morning with these three things, faith, hope, and love. These three things are remaining in your life. This is the foundation of your life. Jennifer, also known as Stephanie. These three things remain. You wake up in the morning, faith, hope, and love. The foundation of your life is you have faith, hope, and love. 
You never leave. They never leave you. You always have a measure of faith. He's, he's poured out his love into your heart by the Holy Spirit who he's given to you. Faith, hope, and love. They always will be there for you. Did you hear me? You always have faith, hope, and love. It doesn't matter the circumstance, the situation. You always have faith. You always have hope, and you always have love. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest is love. When you get to heaven, the question will be this. Did you love well? But I, but I fought against the left agenda. I got people elected. Did you love well? I didn't go to that wedding to teach them a lesson that I don't agree with their lifestyle. Did you love well? I stood up against abortion. And I told those left wing, and for the tape, I'm waving my finger around. I told them that abortion was wrong. But did you love well? Love is kind. Love is patient. Love will win the day. Can you pray this after me? Say, Father, help me get my love game on. Help me love my neighbor as myself. Help me love beyond knowledge. Help me love the way you love. In Jesus' name. He said to me, if you see them forgiven, your perception will change their reality. Well, how... Can you do that? How can you change their reality by your perception? Because you'll begin to treat them different. You'll begin to speak and prophesy and pray different. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by the Word. If your words matter, what you decree and declare out into this world begins to shift and change. You either agree with the enemy or you agree with the Word, and you agree with God. I bless you today, and I'm sorry for making you late, but guess what? The Baptists are already almost out of Swiss chalet. It's a good day. God bless the Baptists. We love the Baptists. We, we, love the, we love all because we are one body. It's the church of Belleville, not Desert Stream. It's the church of Belleville. We're just part of a greater portion. So I bless you guys. Have a great week. May, may you f- see his face shining upon you and receive all the blessings you need. I decree and declare that you're prospering mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, and financially. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and have a great week. And Pastor Kevin will be on deck next week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.